Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us yet again. We are loving hearing from you and we love that so many of you are tuning in more and more every week to Glamour Hey It's Okay. Today I'm joined by our newly crowned entertainment director. She's not the entertainment editor anymore. She's a director, Helen Whitaker. Hello, I'm here to take care of business. You're supposed to say director. Director, yes. Yes. I make everyone in the office uh, address me like that now yeah and when we're allowed to look at you in the eye <laughs> never that never yeah. happens and we are so excited to have I've been wanting to get I've been wanting to drag this woman into the pod cupboard for quite some time she's finally found a spare half an hour in her unbelievably packed out schedule it's journalist extraordinaire author podcaster and campaigner I'd say yeah Bryony Gordon. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. What else? What have I missed? Um, flip it a jibbit. I'm quite mm. good at that. Oh, I need to get closer to the microphone, don't I? No, Sorry. that's fine. You take that out. You make love to that microphone. <laughs> yeah. um, just, you know, person. Yeah, well. Mental health campaigner. Yes. They call it mental health advocacy, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like you're an Helen advocate. Needs to be called a director. I'm actually an, an advocate. You're an advocate. Advocate, yes. yes. <laughs> I wondered if we should curtsy when you came in because, of course, I was so unbelievably blown away and very it's not right it's sort of patronizing to say proud of somebody isn't it but I just thought you have done so much for mental health awareness and for people sort of like really owning and and sort of understanding their own problems and helping with them and then you launched your podcast Mm -hmm. Mad World Mad World yeah and your first guest was (laughs) you know kind of scraping the barrel a bit sort of like z-list who was it again uh, it was some guy called Harry. Harry. Yeah. His, sorry, I should call him his... Cute but ginger. His yeah. royal 
His Royal Highness, Prince Harry? Yeah. Or Prince Henry of Wales, to address him properly. Prince Henry of I said, Wales. I said to him, can I call you Hazza? And he was like, okay. Um, <laughs> my husband's called Harry. And that isn't me just fantasizing that I'm married to Prince Harry. My husband is genuinely called Harry. My dad's called Harry and we call yeah. him Hazard. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Well, I should have. But my Harry was like, you've never called me Hazza. What brain fart occurred <laughs> in Kensington <laughs> Palace where you were like, can I call you Hazza? So did you actually call him Hazza? Once. And that was that was enough. And it, I mean, it, was, it seemed he, to go down not very well. No, he was very amenable to it. He was, you know, he's a very relaxed kind of guy. Get him, ask him onto this one. Yeah, maybe I will. It's all about the podcast now. Well, I must admit that when. Um because I was on Facebook fangirling over Bryony saying, oh my God, what an amazing scoop and what a really useful exclusive as well as anything else to have mm. Prince Harry talking about his mental health. So immediately I had my boss going, well, why didn't you ask him? And I was like, because it never occurred to me that but Prince Harry would do a podcast. It only, okay, so it only occurred to me because last year I signed up to do the marathon. I don't know if I've mentioned I've done a marathon for Heads Together. Not in the last 10 minutes, no. <laughs> yeah. It was an official charity of the London Marathon mm. and this year and their mental health charity set up by the Duke and Duchess and Prince Harry and I sort of set, I, I signed up to do it because I thought it's going to be a mental health marathon. I have to do this. And um, I'd written it's a book. It's going to be mental. It's going to be mental. Yeah. Literally, this is the most mental thing yeah. I've done. And I have done a lot of mental things. And um, and then as the kind of time progressed and the training progressed and I kept on like weirdly being introduced to them and meeting them and being invited to like their Christmas parties. It was really weird. And I was like, I'm just going to like, she who dares wins. I'm just yeah. going to ask. And so I called up someone at Kensington Palace, not just like the reception. Like I like, had a name for someone and asked. And to my uh, astonishment, Two weeks later, I got a response that was, yes, I'd like to do it. I slightly want to rewind to the Christmas party. I know, me too. Are they a jolly old royal hoot? I can't, I, it was like, it was a part, it was a part, it was really, I don't, I don't know if I should be saying this, I, didn't get my, I won't get invited back. Oh, but um, it'll be worth it for the it knowledge. Was, it was a, no, it was a small party. Um, it was It was just nice, it was like some drinks and some canapes oh, she's gone all shy I know. <laughs> this is like you know we imagine the crown we know what the parties <laughs> are like, like that, the yeah. yeah yeah um we were yeah no i don't know i can't remember i think i got quite drunk <laughs> and the, i do remember that when you walked up the stairs like they had like the like some soldiers who played musical instruments as well as being able to be a soldier that's i don't that's probably a name for them i'm sure some some cluck, some podcast listeners no i think me. they're called the soldiers who play the musical instruments <laughs> well, anyway they struck yeah. up a song when you walked up the up the stairs what was the song i can't i can't oops remember. upside your head <laughs> oops upside your head it was something like that yes <laughs> gangnam style yeah on bagpipes, yeah. yeah. It was very, it was very, it was a very intimate to do, and was not that intimate? Like nothing happened, like <sighs> that, you know. Yeah, well, I think you said like... said that rather too hurriedly. I think it's like you know, very news of the world, made my excuses and left moment there. <laughs> no, I did think I'm really quite drunk now. You have to go before you do something. You do something really embarrassing, like nick something. Did nick. you nick anything? No, I didn't. I, I, I just all I wanted to do was leave with my dignity. <laughs> that was the only and thing then, I wanted and then to when, take when, out of the room. When that wasn't an option, then what happened? I just, I just I legged it outside for a fag. Was it? Are we talking? Was it as as we call it? Was it Buck Powell? Was it there? No, no, it was Kensington. Ah, oh, see, I've only I've only been invited to Buckingham Palace. I've never been invited to Buckingham Palace. So I don't know. We're going to have like a palace off. Yeah. Direct tour. Who wins? Where have you been invited yeah. to? Uh, I've been to 
Chatsworth House as a paying customer? Does that count? <laughs> oh, it's lovely at Chatsworth House. Oh, it's gorgeous in the Have you been to Blenheim Palace? That's, a, that's well worth an annual pass. No, I've not been to that one. I need to get my memberships in order. <laughs> I'd really, I'd really, it's, it's perfect for a direct I like, door. I like Hall Place in Bexley. Where? That's Hall Place in Bexley. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Oh, it is. Gavin is it? Turk owns it. There's always an oh. art exhibition on there. Oh, so yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I just wanted you all to know. Okay. I may not have been invited to... Harry's Christmas Kensington knees up but you know it was very it was a very I don't think it was like the it wasn't like for their friends it was like a very professional thing they were like kind of people from the BBC and BAFTA it was for their enemies people that they basically (laughs) had to to go hi we've really enjoyed working with you this year now can we leave so that's not what they're like either they're very nice (laughs) I'm sure that well I mean I you know I was so pleased to hear Prince Harry on that because I think I said to you at the time I remember when Diana died, the thing that kept me awake at night was thinking about those little boys. And so, mm. to, and I have often wondered over the years how that had affected them, particularly with it being such a public, such a, I don't, it's not a nice use of the word, but like an iconic death, you know, and to be part of that in a personal way, it must mess you up. And it was, it was so interesting to hear him finally mm. talk about that. And I think also the nice thing was that he spoke about it in a very kind of, it wasn't boo-hoo, poor me let's play violins you know it was very much like this is what happened this is how I dealt with it um and obviously he was like obviously that you know messed me up I mean I think you think you know also all these everyone thought that they kind of knew Diana didn't they but yeah we didn't I didn't know her do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and you know the only people that really knew her were her sons so I think it'll be interesting I mean it's 20 years this year isn't it yeah. um, and I know they've got lots of stuff planned to commemorate her so um but I think they're awesome. Like generally, yeah. I've bec- I've turned into the most simpering royalist. Like I am so far up their asses. Like and I'm so unashamed. And of it what because, is that like? Because I can tell you something: is that if when I was twelve and I first got really ill with OCD, um, at three members of the you know three of the most high pro- high, profile, high profile people on the planet were standing up and talking about mental health. I know that would have made a massive difference. Yeah, a massive difference to the intervening years. Uh, it took me from the age of 12 to the age of 34 to get proper treatment. And in the meantime, I developed an eating disorder, a drug habit, and yada, yada, yada. Did some work for Glamour where you made me dress up as Posh Pice. Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. Do you know you what? made I me walk don't. the streets. And also, who was I the other one? I did not make you Do walk you? the streets. <laughs> did, did, I had to get a well, wig, you know, a wig you and everything. You could have said no to the commission. No, I couldn't. Of course I couldn't say no to you. <laughs> and Agnes, oh, well, this is new information. And, and then, what else can I get out of this? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I also had to dress up as Agnes Dean. Yeah. And I had to wear like a cropped wig. Right. And it's, well, are you, so are you blaming me for your... No, I'm just saying, right. no, I'm just saying that was some of the things yeah. I did in between getting a diagnosis and getting... Right. <laughs> getting, getting help. Getting, getting help. <laughs> Those were some of the things. No. Um, anyway, but what I mean is I, I think what they've done is absolutely brilliant. And um, there's, I think there's a lot of people who have been a bit kind of snippy in the last few weeks. Like it's, you know, the, the monarchy's duty is to keep a stiff upper lip and remain composed at oh, all times. Oh, fuck off. And I, exactly. I'm like, yeah. Argue, yeah, maybe it was when the biggest killer of young men in this country were the Nazis. But when it's suicide, as it is now, arguably their role is to speak up about here, these things. Here, here. And I just want to add to that that I think that you have done amazing things. I mean, you built such a portfolio of work around this whole issue that got us to the point where Prince Harry is happy enough to be on your first podcast. And I think that you don't 
you know, make sure that you give yourself the credit for that because what a revelation it must have been for you. You've done your book, uh, Mad Girl. Mm-hmm. It, you know, to, was there a moment where it, there was a real light bulb? And, my God, if I'm just honest about this, mm. better things will happen. I think it's been a, it's been a sort of slow, oh, I don't know, I get a bit, I'm in a really weird kind of post-marathon, post-podcast um, haze, a bit of a come down as well. And I think what about, would I... you like to dress up as Posh Spice <laughs> on the, the streets today? Do you think that might help? No, we needed to dress up as Kim you Kardashian. Were, look, she okay. said she needs a project. <laughs> what about it's the Duchess like... of Cambridge? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Or Prince Harry. Yeah. We did do one where I think Ben Affleck had just switched from Gwyneth Paltrow to, to Jennifer Lopez and we got Ema our old fashion editor to dress up as JLo one day and Gwyneth the next to see who had the most fun so I think you could do Kate Middleton one day and Meghan Markle the next well, you can't. <laughs> I, hate all this, but I hate all this positioning them against each other oh, me, yeah. I'm, I'm, prob- them, the- I'm kidding okay so yeah, I just need that to be on record no but anyway I don't know like I, I when I first spoke about you know like I'd written about I'd written a whole book called The Wrong Knickers. I'm not just plugging my books here about my crazy 20s where I'd written about like a man snorting cocaine off my breasts and picking up a colleague in an STI clinic. And yeah, I never managed to talk about the kind of background to that was like, which was chronic obsessive compulsive disorder. I mean, all obsessive compulsive disorder is chronic. And then after the book came out, I had a bit of a breakdown and I thought, what on earth are you doing not writing about this? So I write a column for The Telegraph every week. So I sat down and wrote about this form of OCD I have called pure o and it was like the uh it was like the floodgates opened um you know i just got hundreds and hundreds of letters and emails and cards from people saying me too if not ocd then other one another form of mental illness and i realized then that it's really really normal to feel weird Mm. you know hashtag hey it's okay yep (laughs) and um i uh it's been the most amazing experience to take something that has been quite profoundly negative in my life and turn it into a huge positive. And um, I don't know, yeah, it's the first thing I've ever felt proud of that I've mm. done, because I've done a lot of things not to be proud of. Wow. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's great. And, you know, every day people email about, I don't know, it's just like, it's like the, the kind of the valves come off, you know, it's like the genie's out of the bottle and he ain't going back in. Mm. And um, it's really amazing. Uh, and I, I don't know, I just, I was at, at the weekend, I went on this um, 10 mile walk out of darkness. It was obviously a piece of piss compared to the marathon. And I went with all the, I don't know anybody watched the BBC documentary Mind Over Marathon, which was then 10 people suffering from mental health issues got kind of trained up by this awesome dude called Chevy Ruff, who you need to go on the podcast because he's right. really fit. Chevy, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. <laughs> yeah. Come into our cupboard. And also charming. Yeah. Fit and trainer. also knows a lot. Yeah. He's really cool. He's like, anyway, I'm going to stop plugging him. Uh, but anyway, we, we did, all did this walk and then they all came back for a barbecue afterwards. And it was just this real nice, all these people, and we were all having a lovely time. And all of us, like a year ago, were like in the pits, mm. completely in the pits. Like I was really ill this time last year. And, you know, and there we all were at a barbecue eating halloumi burgers. That's so middle class. I had a normal <laughs> burger. But having a lovely time together. And I yeah. did an Insta story about it because it was like, hey, this, if you're watching this, and you're feeling completely bleak, like this is never going to get better. Because when you're really ill, a minute feels like a day, a day feels like a week, a week feels like an hour, month. Uh, a week feels like an hour, I got that one wrong. Vice versa. But um, you, you know, you, you can't see any light. And there is, if you squint really, 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 really hard, yeah. there is light. And if you can't see it, go and fucking light it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Just light and that I, bitch up. <laughs> I think that's the difficult thing. I think for a lot of people, they're so far in that hole yeah. that it feels like the most terrifying thing and it is. to even reach out. It yeah. is the most terrifying thing. And um, 
I um, I know what it's like to be in that hole. But what I will say to you is that what all mental illness have in common is that they lie to you. They tell you you're a freak. They tell you you're alone. They tell you that no one else is going to understand what you're going through. Mm. And that is bullshit. Mm. So, you know, show show mental illness who's boss, you know. And like I said, light it up. Mm. You know, it's like... It's okay, and at the moment, no, no one has ever got better from mental illness by not talking about it. And um, you know, it, it may not be, it may not be the doctor you go and speak to. It could just be like a really good friend, yeah. you know. But the, the weight off your shoulders you will feel when you eventually let it all out is and like confront it. Yeah, yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is it okay to hate big crowds? Yes. Yeah, it yeah, is, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, next topic. No, but it's, <laughs> but it's um, I, I was saying to Bryony earlier, I've only recently realized, and a lot of people will be surprised by this, but I'm a bit of a textbook introvert. As I can be, you know, I can get up on stage and talk to people and command a meeting in the room and all, all of those sorts mm. of things. But I was at a party the other day, and after about three hours, suddenly the noise and the crowd wasn't pleasurable. And suddenly it was like, physically, I just had to go. I, I, and there's something that just becomes so fatiguing and overwhelming for me in that. But um, I don't know. So I, I guess... I, yeah, I, I, I don't find... Like, I don't go out that often anymore because I have a four-year-old and because I did all my going out. Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Early 30s. You never know when that powder keg's going to go off when you've got a four-year-old. <laughs> no. But when thing. I do go out, I don't want to go to, like, a massive... Like, I don't, I don't want to go to, a, like, a big, like, awards ceremony. I'm not that I get invited to very many of them, but I went to one last week and I was like, can you get me out of here? And I realised why I did so... Partly why I did so much cocaine in my 20s. It's kind of like... <laughs> I'm going to have to speak to all these people and I don't have enough small talk in me. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not actually that interested and I would rather be at home watching a box set. But also, like, if I go to a pub, I want it to just be, like, I don't want there to be masses of, 
like I don't want the pub to be like six deep. Like sometimes I'm walking home on a Friday evening and I sort of shudder at the sight of the sort of crowds and you know it's not it's just not fun to me. No, me either. Hell is other people. So I moved to London, one of the most crowded cities on earth. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just you know sometimes it is a struggle to get to work with my mood intact. Well, that as well. Yeah. I went to Glastonbury for the first time about three years ago. See, I know that that's never a good idea but for me. But I no. didn't used to mind big crowds. I loved festivals. I went to Lowe's when I was younger and was, I mean, I hate camping. I've always hated camping, but festival camping is the worst camping, especially when you're like 20 and you're like, it's all right. I'll just use a t-shirt as a pillow and <laughs> I don't need a coat. And then you get there and you're like, oh, this isn't as fun as I thought, but I still had a good time. And then I thought, Glastonbury, I've never been. It's going to be great. I got there. I could not have hated it any more especially when the rain started I couldn't sit mm. down so now I'm just like Do you know what I don't think that's me anymore yeah. I've accepted it I think that kind of being in open spaces like I live in South London because South London to me is a less manic version yeah of like London there's lots of parks yes and open space and you know you can sort of go Okay, I can pretend I'm living in the country. But sometimes the park gets crowded. Sometimes <laughs> the park like, gets oh crowded. God. Yeah. Like you just go and lock yourself <laughs> inside in the dark. That's the one thing I do find about um, I thought I would hate early morning dog walking. But mm-hmm. being out the door at seven o'clock in the park, it's, it is completely saving my sanity. I'm convinced of it. Just that time of that peace, quiet, mindfulness, green, birds singing, blah, blah, blah. It helps me get through the tube journey. <laughs> Is it okay, Bryony Gordon, to say no to the wedding dress? Yes. Uh, well, and I don't mean, you know, it, this isn't a d- debate about marriage and whether or not that's we're pro or against. It's a debate about the wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> how much you spend on it. And I, you know, as somebody who got their wedding dress off the peg. <gasps> Me too. Clutch your pearls, everybody. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I've never been that girl who got really obsessed with my wedding dress, but... I don't know. I, I, my wedding dress cost £95. No, I wasn't going to say £95,000. <laughs> £95 from Monsoon. Mine was from Monsoon really, as well. They do some nice dresses. They, mine was from their wedding collection. But yes, it so was, was mine. Off the peg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, mine was from Joseph. So I'm compared to you two, I'm like a Kardashian. Ooh, I know. Uh, Joseph yeah. does, I tried on Joseph, but I was too fat at the time. I just had a three, my baby had had three months before, and we did it quite. You know that you know when you go and you watch Don't Tell the Bride and the, the girl comes out in the like oh God, I love the dress show. and everyone starts crying <laughs> and I'm like in the monsoon in the monsoon fitting rooms uh, on the King's Road with my six week old child and my sister and my best friend and I come out and I'm like ta da I'm like why isn't everyone crying and they're like your daughter is <laughs> it's quite the same. anyway I, do, I, I yeah I'm. I'm all for, I think weddings cost a lot, not, you know, they shouldn't, it's not that they just cost, you know, it's okay if you personally want to spend shitloads of money on your wedding, but like, don't expect everyone else to do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. I'm so over. <laughs> the hen weekend. No. Like, what no, is that? Like groups of the same gender all, I should be careful what I say because I actually have one coming up soon, <laughs> but groups of the same gender all together are just a nightmare. They just doesn't matter whether they're male or female, they just send into chaos. It's like the, the most kind of basic Neanderthal versions of themselves and um and then you know just just no it's not it's not acceptable I just have a problem with the idea that this sort of myth that's been perpetuated that 
women must feel like a princess on mm. their wedding day and it's all part of the experience. Well, when else are you going to, though, in fairness? Yeah, but also, I don't want to feel like a princess. I wanted to feel like a human who was marrying someone they loved. It wasn't really about that. I it must. I, I got completely sucked in. I mean, I was <laughs> I was really nervous about getting married. I was nervous. It was really stressful, isn't it? It's bloody stressful organising mm-hmm. it all. People say things like well, how are you doing this and why haven't you done it like that? And the people, everybody like really layers expectations on you. So by the time you get to your wedding day, you're just freaking out that something's going to go wrong. Well, I was. But I've, I don't know, I felt like a rock star. I've never, honestly, everybody there for you, everybody being nice to you, everyone smiling at you. I liked that and bit. I, I had no idea that that's it was what, actually going to be really great. That's what happens when you run a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> you should try it. No, people scream your name and hand you Haribo. There was more chocolate cake at my wedding than I imagine on the marathon no. Oh, I, I mean, like I when I was running, I don't know if I mentioned I ran the marathon. <laughs> I love how you're more excited. I, you're more I boastful my, about that than meeting say, Prince Harry. It was a much better day than my wedding day because my wedding day, I love my husband dearly, um, but it was just like full on. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like slightly on edge. And then I remember a couple of months later, we sort of went on honeymoon and that was really nice. That was the kind of... Well, back back to my introverted thing. It was like, I had a great time. At there, there's always a, a point with me. It's like hitting a wall where I've just had enough of everyone. And I even did that on my wedding yeah. day. Did you all just I had to run away. Now. Yes. So I went early and then another couple of days later, a friend of mine said, you left your wedding too early. I had to. Oh, see, I loved yeah. it. I was there till the bitter end. I was yeah. not bothered about the... The dress side, mine actually, I didn't take anyone with me and I bought mine click and collect. When Oxford Circus branch of Monsoon on my lunch hour, tried it on, got a random woman to take a picture of me and I was like, yeah, that one looks all right. I love that one. Um, But on the actual day, I did love the crowds and I did love... Everyone be nice to so me. Now you do like big crowds. Well, I did, when they're all there for me. Yeah. And then and she knows end, them all intimately. Exactly. And at the yeah. end of the night, it was me and my husband leading the screaming version of common people with all my school friends until the bitter end. And I loved that bit, but the dress bit, meh. If you love Glamour Hey, It's Okay, then please do subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. We love getting your reviews. And if I read one of your reviews on this very podcast, then you're, that means you're getting a little present from me. Um, somebody who recently took my advice is Georgie underscore W, who really caught my eye with her subject matter, life affirming. Anyway, what she said, Georgie said, is I only recently discovered this wonderful podcast and to say I have become obsessed in a couple of days is an understatement, especially coming to it during Mental Health Awareness Week. It has made me feel like what I perceive to be quirks unique to me are actually shared by the team at Glamour and most of their listeners, and dare I say it, more normal. Georgie, you'll be getting a little present from me if you email me at editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk. Is it okay to sometimes think you just deserve it to be all about you? I think you have to choose your moments, though. Everyone's got that friend on social media or in real life that whatever happens, they can work an angle and make it about them. And actually... That's so annoying. I, That's one of my pet peeves. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of admire it, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't think, I hope I'm not like that. But it's like, you know, I know people who, you know, really terrible things have happened in the world. And it's, and it's really ruined their day because the yeah. traffic was bad. You know, it is like, it's, it's, a, it's astonishingly a skill. Well, there's the people who any national or international disaster slash crisis, they can make it about them. So, yeah. I don't know, terrible plane tragedy happens. I once went onto that website and thought about booking a flight there. You know, terrible times. I mean, those yeah. are the ones I'm talking about. I mean, but it I really think, makes you think. Okay, but I think, okay, so those ones, those are like the kind of grief 
signalers or whatever. What's the phrase? Grief hijackers? I always call them that. Yeah. But then there's the people that, like, I am very much, like, if something good happens in my life, I, like, totally Instagram it. And I totally Facebook it. And then I tweet it. Yeah. yeah. And then I go, I'm doing And then take out an ad in the Telegraph. And then (laughs) then I say, can I write a piece about this, please? No, but what I mean is, I think it's really important, like people to kind of celebrate the good things that happen in life and I know people say oh social media is just it's kind of an edited version of reality but I also like to put up when the students the really shit things happen do you know what I mean like I, I like I, t- I, I Instagram my titche thing like, can you see it <laughs> um I can actually yeah because you're Random lifted up your top and you're showing it to me yeah yeah <laughs> But do you know what I mean? So it's got to be a bit of the good and the bad. Your tit chafing is more impressive than my actual tits. <laughs> I'm really upset by that now. And that's it. That's the bad thing that's happened to me today. But what I mean is, I think it's totally okay. Like, I, I'm like, oh my God, uh, did I mention I ran a marathon? And everyone's like, oh, yes. They're like, we'll like it. And then she'll shut up. Oh my God, look, look, it's a picture of me with Prince Harry. And like, I know that I was probably insufferable those couple of weeks, but I don't care because I was having a really good time doing fun things. And it was like, if I can't share it now on Facebook, when can I share it? But I think what I think is weird is like you and I are Facebook friends and that I think that you were the most subdued about the Prince Harry thing. Much more than the marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the Prince Harry interview was less effort. Oh, okay. (laughs) We just just sat on a sofa and we've managed to bring it. I've managed to bring it back to me again, haven't I? And Prince Harry. So you're totally down with making it all about you. All about you. No, but you know. I'm less comfortable with it. So um, yeah. yeah. (laughs) A marathon is a big effort. It's a really big commitment. I cleaned the fridge that weekend. Well, And that that is so traumatic. You have no idea. Okay. Well, no, I do. I do. Because you've not seen my fridge. (laughs) Um, It's not been cleaned since the whole time I was training for a marathon. Marathon. That's the last time I'm going to mention that I did the marathon. But um, I think it's I think it's totally okay for it to be all about you a little bit, as long as it's about making yourself calm and peaceful and content, and it's not about like selfieing the whole time and face tuning yourself I think, and being a bit Kylie Jenner. Can I, I say it, that? Yeah, of course. Cool. I understand what you mean. I just think sometimes it's hard, isn't it, to know when. Where where's the line? How do you make sure you've got the self awareness to know? That well, I mean, if you've got the self, you you know if you've got the self awareness. If know, you're I like, think you could you could think you have, and I you did, really haven't. I did. I did call my uh, my my best friend the other day, um, and I said to her, "I think I'm Insta storying too much." She said, "Thank God you brought it up." <laughs> she said because. I was just like, I went on the other day, and you had like seventeen Insta stories, and I was like. Go away, Bryony. <laughs> I mean, that's 17, that's, you're not doing anything else that day, are you? But no, Insta story. I, I literally, why am I not Insta storying this moment I right now? Know. Where yeah. was my phone? Yeah. Um, uh, if you don't Insta story it, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And then it just disappears 24 hours. Like, mm. Someone did Insta story me dancing to the new, is it Haim or Haim? Haim. Haim single the other night. And uh, I was like, I don't know what I was, it was like, when you wake up in the morning, I was like, please, can you delete that? too late it's already been seen by 2,000 people 2,000 is not that many no oh, well, <laughs> I need to work on my Instagram followers it's you need to make at, it at Bryony Gordon B-R-Y-O-N-Y-G-O-R-D-O-N and the book Mad Girl is available yeah. in all good bookshops and bad ones too not that there's any such thing as a bad bookshop Helen, I think you and I need to make it. I'm not, I haven't got any projects on the go with you. No, but I'm very private about my charity. Yeah. <laughs> and also... She doesn't want to make a big deal of it, unlike some people we know. 
Yeah. And also, if I could just make it all about me for one last moment. Yeah, go on. Um, By all means. If you are interested in coming along to a mental health mates and um, and actually making it all about everyone, uh, the website is www.mentalhealthmates.com. I think there's uh, less chance of tit chafing on a mental health mates walk, isn't there? There's, I mean, so, so there's no tit chafing. Oh, unless, there you go. I mean, unless, I'm, I'm sold. Unless you want to, I mean... If you're very inactive and like a one mile walk around a common is like, you know, not something you do, you should still do it, but just Vaseline everything up. Yeah. <laughs> just Vaseline everything up and you'll be fine. God, she's so wise. That's good life advice. <laughs> yes. Not yeah. just for walking. If in yeah. doubt, Vaseline. Thank you very much, Helen Whitaker, entertainment you. director. Thank, Thank you. you. And mental health advocate. Okay, advocate. Advocate. <laughs> and... You know, real, real goddess as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today, Brian Gordon. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.